Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, tribe, welcome. Dr. Cliff Fisher and Dr. Joseph Esposito with Align Your Practice brought to you by Align Life. I'm super excited about this one. I have been just chomping at the bit at this one, Joe, and I know you have too. So we're going to dive into core values. And so what's your thoughts on that, Joe? I'm excited. I think this is a topic that is pretty prevalent in our uh, our industry, our culture, uh, in the chiropractic world, because we have to have such conviction in our purpose, because we're the underdog in, in healthcare in a way, and climbing to the top of healthcare. And I think on that journey, we have to have conviction about ourselves. And I, I've seen such uh, grounded, powerful people in the chiropractic industry because of, I think, this, that understanding their own value is vitally important, especially when you're fighting a mission of honesty and truth in healthcare that we fight every day in our colleagues. So, Yeah. And I, for me, like core values, as I work inside and outside of chiropractic, like I just see it like it's actually the driving force, not just in chiropractic, but in life in business and relationships and, you know, honestly, everything. And so we talked about breaking this up into four sessions. So I just like this session, I'd just like to stay kind of high level with this. Then the next session, I'd like to go into like, how does it affect your life, like your personal life, your relationships, your kid's life. And then from there, dive into business, because I know Align Life, like we spent a ton of time. I know you spent countless hours you know, coming up with the core values and then creating that statement. And then at the end, we want to wrap it all together to show you how the, how that value will just fast forward you and change your whole trajectory in life. I think I was telling you before we got on the call, the podcast today about my journey. And I remember about probably 16 years ago, having uh, John D. Martini at a seminar, bring up the core value. I never heard of the concept. I've heard of a value that I haven't heard of this core value concept and he brought up explaining it in detail and we can go through that a little bit, but I, I got a taste of it. I'm like, that makes sense to honor what you believe. That made sense to me. And then I, I read a book on core values and it made more sense to me. I was at Dr. Franson's a retreat he did and we did the whole weekend on core values. I was like, wow, it's even becoming more innately ingrained in me. And then with you and I relationship inside of Align Life, it's now in a daily mindset. We're teaching the team members, the corporate team members. Um, and now I'm actually thinking throughout my day around my core values without having to think about them, if that makes sense. They're, they're just present in my self-awareness. And if we can help people get to the point where you're self-aware about your values, It'll remove a lot of friction and resistance and confusion and contradictions, not only in business, but actually in your life's journey. And I think that's after four of these sessions, we hope that you can get to the point where your consciousness, your self-awareness is really keen and sensitive to your own core values. That would be the outcome I'd love to see for people that are listening. Yeah, when you were talking, it really brought me back to the Patrick Tintempo's statement of you can only grow to the level of contradiction in your life. Yeah, so the, the, the first contradiction in your value. So you're yeah. health-minded and you're selling health in a business and you, you smoke. And it's like you go to a point like, okay, that's a gap right there. 
It's not that you can't have a business, but you're going to grow up to that consciousness, and then you're going to stop there. Very interesting. Yeah. So when you know your core values, then you can unveil your contradictions. If you don't know what they are, you're living in contradictions and you stagnate in the growth of your consciousness. So uh, I think that self-awareness is huge. And I, I had a similar journey to you. Like I've heard about core values for a long time. I've talked about them, you know, and I'll be honest, I had the, you know, the ones up that I want that were outward facing versus these are actually core values are an inward facing document. You know, your mission statements outward facing to your patients, but core values are, that's a space to be selfish. And most people don't know that they're like, Oh, I want to be, you know, you know, whatever it is like, because I know when I landed on mine, it was painful. I was like, Holy cow, but that's true. And our core values are also not what we aspire to be. It's like, who are we? Like, who are we as a person? Who is a company? And Demartini said some great thoughts, how simple the concept is. He said, it's what you don't have to motivate yourself to do. So if yeah. you love working out, you don't have to be motivated. Motivation is external energy. Inspiration is internal energy. So you have to be motivated to go to the gym. That's not a core value. If you're the guy that wakes up, I want to work out, I'm dying, that's, that's your core value. It's what you spend. If we take your credit card statement and say, what are you spending on? If you're spending on going to South America and then going uh, you know, down the Amazon River and then going to Paris and then going, then we know your core value is culture and travel because we see what you spend your money on. So it's what you don't have to be motivated to do, what inspires you that you have more energy after you do it, what you spend your money on. I mean, those are the three simple ways. And I love what you said. It's what is important to you now, not what you hope is going to be important to you or I wish was important to you. Your values are your values. Don't judge them. Don't deny them. Don't uh, you know feel, feel bad about them. Own them and honor them because not only your business partner needs to know, your patients, your staff, your spouse, your kids, they should know what are your values because it makes your journey in life simply more enjoyable and uh, with a higher consciousness from my point of view. Yeah, and it also makes it more congruent. You know, I think so many people try to be things that they aren't. And so they end up going down paths that they really shouldn't be going down because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, because like for me, what core values has really helped me do is rein in where do I say yes at versus where do I say no at? So if there's an immediate, this doesn't line up, it's an immediate no. So then that saves me a ton of time, energy, money, and focus. And so, yeah. So no, that's, it's such a powerful thing. Um, and I think it's one of those things that are easy to do, which also makes them easy not to do, <laughs> you know, or, or not sit down with them. Yeah. And, and refine them because it's not, the core values don't really change, but they get refined based on your understanding of yourself. So, uh, yeah. I, you know, cause sometimes people change their core values that, well, you're just understanding who you are better. Uh, you did an exercise with a loved one of mine and it was like, yeah, I got, 36 core values. And, uh, and after three hours with you, the grueling part of this, as long as well as anything we try to make simple in life, is it's a lot easier to make things complex. <laughs> and, yeah. you, and you want to get it down to five or, in, in fact, as low as three values that you are, you know, are core to your being. And that was very meaningful because if you have three that are very similar and you bring it to one, your consciousness resonates around those three to five and you can think decisions through those five. You can't think a decision through 32 different concepts or memorize that, right? I mean, that was your point. Right. 
think was very important for listeners to understand to make it simple. Yeah, less is definitely more. And Brene Brown's book, she even talks about having one core value. And hers was really interesting because she was like, she was all about being a mom, family, and that was not her number one core value when she broke it all out. And she said that was really hard. And when I saw my wife's first core value, I was like shocked. I was shocked, but not shocked. I thought family, like all day, she's like, wants to be a mom, wants to be a mom, wants to be a mom. And she kills being a mom, but her number one core value is adventure. Really? Interesting. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, so then that helps me relate with her better, you know, which I really appreciate because I missed it. I, I was like, oh, it's all about family. It's all about family. And she's like, she loves adventure with herself, with our kids, with me, with our whole family. So just really understanding. So I was getting her gifts versus like now every gift I give her is all about some sort of experience or some sort of family adventure. Yeah, it's interesting when you say like family, like don't worry about being judged on orders and things like that. Because if you need to feel who you are, you need to make impact. And you can't even enjoy your family if you're not making impact in the world. If impact is first, it doesn't mean you don't love your family. It just means that's innately who you are. And then you're able to better enjoy the family. So the orders just what is the matrix of makes your innate infrastructure tick in an order that I can't be myself if I'm not making an impact in the world. Then family, I'm just giving you ideas like we seem to like judge this like it's not perfect. It, it, it is what it is of who you are. And you have to honor that because then you're going to be a better dad, a better businessman, a better a better being for the world, right? I mean, I think we look yeah. at it, what should it be is what we ask. And it, you can't think that way. And I think one of the things that really helped me with my personal core values, and I'll dive into this more, but it was the core four. So, you know, just in the core four, I learned from Dr. Franson was on faith, family, fun, and fitness. Yeah. So then it kind of pulls out all those things. And then now you can just, okay, who am I? Because I would argue almost everybody has that on their list. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's great. So um, it was a cool way to kind of pull it off the table, not worry about the order. And so, yeah, and I'm with you. So I'm always one to three, up to five, if somebody, you know, can't get it down to that. But like, even I've noticed the more I've refined it, the more I've refined it. Like I now have a main one core value and my two and three are a distant second, like a distant second. Like it's interesting. Excellent. Interesting. Yeah, I have five core values. No, I think uh, first getting it down and going through the exercise. There are books. There's a book called Core Values that is, is a good guide for those of you on this podcast. Uh, there are simple forms you can download online where it's a list of the top 100 and you can like walk through those. But don't feel like uh, it, it's in stone forever. It's just a start so that you, you first write them down and then think through them. I'd look at it once a week and just, you know, let's say on a Saturday or Sunday, having your phone and just review the values that you state and are you honoring them? And then you may say, you know what, this isn't really a value. And you start uh, refining them until within a number of years, you're rock solid and walking the walk, honoring your values. And as we move through this podcast uh, sessions, we're going to unpack this to the point that we hope that it becomes an innate journey through business and, and your, your, uh, your personal life. Yeah. And I know for me, like my core values, like before I get out of bed, I start with my, I have like a morning routine. I, before I get out of bed, I read through my prayer list. Then I hit my core values and my mission, my purpose. So then I'm like, I get out of bed, my feet hit the ground. I'm ready to serve God and awesome. move it forward. So I think even in that space, and it's just reading it and I still will change and tweak words, even 
how many times I've done it and reworked it. And I mean, I've been working on these for similar to you, like over 20 years since like, yeah. and harder, probably more late, like the last several years than I was before. So I didn't realize the real impact and power. And so, yeah. Um, so when you start, to, when you start um, having this list of values and then you, you, you cut down, let's say you cut it to the top five, there are things you're doing in your life that uh, are farther down the list that are taking more time. And once you have the list, you can, you can literally spend some time and just reflect on that and be like, let's say, you know, I use the workout example or health is a component of yours, but you're so busy with the family. You're so busy with business. You're now you're gaining weight. Now you're tired. Now you can't sleep as well. You're eating a lot of sugar and your one of your values is health that you could sit back and say, you know what? I just have to add more tension to this one. And then you got to decide yeah. the trade-off. I like the book trade-off. It's like, you can't do it all. So uh, you may not be able to spend from when you get out of work at five o'clock till, till 10 with, with your family that you love so much. You may have to take 30 minutes and do something for yourself to honor one of your values. And that's, that's the, that's the self-awareness piece that I love is I can look at it and cognitively review how am I focusing my attention? Because I'm using the kids as an example. I love my kids. I want to spend so much time, but then I may not be managing my finances. I may not be going, uh, keeping my body in shape. I may not be doing this. So it's not a reflection of love or your desire, your fun. It's a reflection of the value. And if you start losing your value, you'll notice your attitude change. You become more irritable. You, you start uh, using other things to cover up that joy that you have from that value. Because the, if you honor your value, you have happiness. If you don't, then you have to fill the gap. You can fill with sugar, alcohol, cocaine, cheating, any other thing to fill the gap of that lack of happiness. So I think when we have clarity on the core values, we live at such a higher, we resonate at a higher level of happiness as a, as a being. Uh, and it cleans up a lot of the ancillary waste of energy, time, money, and focus in our lives. Does that make sense? I, I don't know if like the yeah. addictions or other things that people bring in to fill a void. And you'll find some of those voids are your values that you're really looking for. And the beauty for me is if you don't know that and you find it and you clar have clarity, you can clean up some of the ancillary things you're doing in order to try to find the feeling of happiness. Yeah, I was just writing my notes down on that, like, because happiness so often, just like health, we're looking on the outside versus the inside. And so our happiness is on the inside. But if we don't know what it is, we're just falling down a hole, grabbing it, whatever, saying, oh, yeah, I'll try some of that sugar. That makes me happy for a minute. But that is that going to lead me to where I ultimately want to go? Because people honestly aren't thinking out that far. They're thinking one day, two days, four hours, like, you know, a couple weeks, couple months. So true. I, I read this book by a Harvard um, professor, one of the hardest classes to get into Harvard and it was on happiness. And he talks, it's the ultimate currency of the world of the universe is happiness. It was just the way he talked about it, it's a level of currency and how to collect that currency. It was just beautifully written book and it intertwines, you know, what we're talking about, understanding, you know, core values. But I like that connection because we want to be happy. And then we get into, we go from school, you know, we start school at five years old and we work. At kindergarten, we work hard to get into first grade. We get into first grade, we put the crayons away, and we start using a pencil, and then we work through that. Then we got to get into high school. You got to, you know, you got to do good because you got to learn this math, and you got to be able to write. And so you get high school, then you get done with high school. Then, then you got to get into college. You got to apply for college. Then you go to graduate school. 
So this academic journey, you figure out who you are, you're 24 years old, let's say the chiropractors that are on this, and then some of them go right from there, like, I got to open the business. I, I, I did all this. Now I got the degree. Now I got to, and now you're in business and you were working 18 hours a day to get this clinic off the ground. Five years later, you're making a lot of money. You're like, wow. And then you're just money and more money. And you're like trying to find this happiness. You got money, you got a career. And some people are just lost in the lack of happiness and they're chasing dollars or they're chasing the reputation or chasing these things with a true emptiness inside because they don't know their values. So I love taking a new doctor. And this is what I do when people go through the Align Life discovery process. We used to, I used to tell new doctors what success looked like. Like I thought I knew, I thought I had the answer because I know the screenplay. I know what success looks like in chiropractic. I know the beginning, I know the pain, I know how it ends and I know how to create success, but that is not happiness. So what we're migrating to in the Align Life discovery with new doctors that are looking at the opportunities that we have to offer is defining happiness for them through success. But the success is in their own eyes. And, and you really, I don't want to belabor this point, but you've really, really helped me with your journey, your, uh, your other company, DLI, and how you serve humanity. Because now I'm really sitting with an individual and seeing how they're wired, how they tick, how they think, what they want, versus this is what success looks like. And I'll tell you, it's built more authentic conversations and it's helped uh, know people that aren't right uh, for the opportunity. And uh, it's totally fine. And those that are. So I think that, I don't know, that really, um, that was a really big change for me. That's awesome. And I think it's such a critical thing for people too, because, you know, to be authentically listened to and understood. And like the one thing that I love in the shift is that we're like, yeah, this is the right space for you. Oh no, this is the right space for you. Yeah. So we're, we're able to give different opportunities rather than trying to cram a, a round peg into a square hole. We're, yeah. we're serving at a higher level. And I'm, you know, I it's think, a, yeah. It's the same conversation. I think when we talk about chiropractors that, you know, we, when we follow this path, like I was saying, and the reason I went through that concept of the academics is we never really stop to see who we are because we're chasing this academic journey and we're chasing the career. And very few people do what you do or I do is sit someone down, let them take a deep breath and just have a seat and say, who are you? What do you want? Well, I want a business. No, no, no. What do you want? I want to be wealthy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, who are you? What, what makes you happy? I, I, want, I want a boat. No. What, who are you? And having them think about themselves for a moment, right? Because the journey I explain is like, go, 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 go. And then you write into business and then you're 20 years into business. You're like, what happened? <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I wish I had that as a student, like you and I provide uh, these younger doctors uh, the moment to take the breath or in Stephen Franson's words, slow down for a moment to speed up, you know, in the future. Yeah. So the next three sessions, we're going to dive deep into this. Um, the one question I'll leave you, do you want to be happy? I'll, I'll answer that on the next, um, next week, but do you want to be happy? And then I'll give you the follow-up questions to really bring that home. And then the other thing is, and I think this is why we're doing this is be careful how you define success. Cause you'll chase it the rest of your life. And, you know, I've heard that from France and who heard it from his pastor. And so, but it's so true. Like what we want to do is we want to figure out you are here, like is the first step. And then we go to X, Y, and Z. But we got to know where we're starting. And that's really where core values leans into it.
that exactly sums up the whole session here. What you just said is uh, yeah, be careful how you define success because you'll spend your whole life changing it. That's the whole thing I was saying with academics and the career. That sentence sums it up is just be careful and let's spend these four sessions when you leave define success, which defines your happiness. Then you can take the journey and go in the right direction with more speed and clarity and less friction, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So awesome. there's, oh, just I'll, one last thing. There's nothing worse than running as fast as you can in the wrong direction. <laughs> it's so true. Saying that, that's like, take this time, like you're saying, like that's why we, we spend all this time on the front end. We spend a lot of time to make sure, are you headed in the right direction? Because that's what matters to us. Yeah, so you know, there's students probably on this this podcast and young doctors. You guys open your ears, listen well here, because in our careers, some of the moves we make, they're five year moves, they're ten year moves. You're signing five year leases in the wrong town because your values wants the beach, and you say, "Well, there's a good opportunity in the mountains." I don't like the mountains, you know, things like that. Decisions you're going to make in the early stages with partnerships and business and things—they're not two week deals. These are like moving your life in certain directions. So this conversation is crucial for you guys that are launching your career. That's why we spend so much time with the, with the younger doc in this discussion. Awesome. All right. So we'll see you next time. Don't forget the question. Do you want to be happy? And then we'll talk about the follow-up on that. Have a great week and um, keep saving lives. And then the, the last section on this is we just know we can't lose another chiropractor. That's why we're so committed to making sure chiropractors get on the right path because we need more successful chiropractors. We could not handle the tipping point if all the patients said, yep, I want chiropractic care right now. So we know we need to step up. So awesome. see you guys next week. Thanks, Stop Joe. Back. I love the thoughts. Thanks, Pat. For opportunities to build your dream practice presented by Dr. Fisher, reach out to Align Life Centers for Natural Health at AlignLifeOpportunity.com.